What's up? I'm your bro, Dr. Mario Escobedo, pastor and online Bible teacher. It wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, knowledge, and tools to feed my desire to dig deeper into God's Word. Fast forward past many lessons learned, mentors, and personal encounters with God, and you'll see the incredible privilege God has given me to teach the Bible to others. I'm convinced now more than ever that it's been God's Word that has led me to discover and fulfill the purpose God designed for me. I created the Christian Bro Code Podcast to help you on your journey to do the same. If you're a Christian bro who wants to grow as a disciple of Jesus so you can live, love, and lead in a way that honors God, you're in the right place. Let's get started, bro. Hey there, welcome to the Christian Bro Code Podcast. I am your bro, Dr. Mario Escobedo. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in and to listen. Hey, so I, I just want to jump right into this episode. This isn't a Bible study episode. I'm not going to be talking about a spiritual principle or something like that, which is what I normally do here on the podcast. If you've been listening for any amount of time, you know that that's basically what I do. Instead, I want to talk about uh, what's been going on in my life over the past, uh, gosh, year and a half or so, and then also where the podcast is headed. And this is about the third or maybe the fourth time that I've had this kind of an episode where uh, I have to give some kind of explanation or, yeah, an explanation, I suppose, of the direction of the podcast. And so this is one of those episodes again. And I feel I have to do this because right now uh, this episode is coming out. I, you may be listening listening to it at some other time, but the episode is coming out on the first Monday of May 2020. So May the 4th of 2020. And prior to this episode, the most recent episode that I published to the, to the podcast was in July of 2019. Yeah, about 10 months, almost a full year between episodes. And so th the purpose of this episode is get, to give you an update, give you an explanation, and, and maybe even something of an apology as to why it's been so long since there's been a new episode of the podcast uh, and then give you an explanation of of where I feel that the podcast is going from here. So let's, let's just jump right into this. Like I said, July of 2019 was the last episode that I published prior to this one. And it was around that time that I, I was doing I was doing a couple of things. So a couple of things were happening. Of course, I've got my pastoral ministry at the church where where I'm on staff. Uh, that is, you know, my full time primary responsibility. That is my priority. And I love that. I love pastoral ministry. I, uh, I get to pastor a fantastic church with incredible people, with a great team. I get to work with a great team. And so that's obviously that's where a lot of my time has been going. That, that's my full-time responsibility. Uh, also working on the podcast. At that time, I was doing one episode uh, per month. The first Monday of every month, I was pushing out an episode. And the other thing that was going on is that I had a YouTube channel and it, it, it was the YouTube channel that really started to take up more of my attention and my time. And it's really the YouTube channel that I have. That was the reason I'm not using it as an excuse. I mean, explaining some things, the reason why I hadn't put out an episode in such a long time. So let me tell you the story behind the YouTube channel and why that took away my attention from doing the podcast, which by the way, I love the podcast. I absolutely love doing the podcast. And 
I haven't been doing it, like I said, for the past 10 months. And no kidding, like every month, it just it was like, man, I, I should have put out an episode this month. Man, it's been two months. It's been three months and four months and five. You know, just it just kept going, kind of like snowballing, and uh, without without a doubt, man, without even joking, it was like every single month. I'm just thinking in the back of my head, I haven't done an episode for the podcast. So here, here's what was taking place. Here's why that was the case. At the end of 2018, like I said, I had a. I have a YouTube channel, and uh, I have a, a YouTube channel for the podcast, for the Christian Bro Code podcast. Uh, not doing a whole lot over there, but I had a separate YouTube channel, and on that channel, th it, that's a different audience. I'm, I'm targeting a different audience on that YouTube channel. And what happened is that that YouTube channel started to pick up some speed, some some momentum, and some and some force, so it started growing. At the end of 2018... Okay, at the end of 2018, the channel had 174 subscribers. And right about that time, I made a switch. Up until that point, that channel was in, uh, in, in English, and I was doing some Bible study videos similar to what I do on the podcast, but just a little bit different. Uh, you know, YouTube is, is a different platform, so you have to do things a little bit differently. But I was doing Bible study type of stuff, which is what I love, and that's that's what I feel that I'm, you know, that's where I'm gifted and so I, you know, I'm, I'm doing the YouTube channel and I was doing it in English and just not seeing a whole lot of growth. So then I switched over to a bilingual format and, you know, the YouTube experts recommend that you don't do that. And I started to notice right about the beginning of January of 2019 that the channel started to grow. I mean, it just started to pick up. It was like almost like all of a sudden it started to pick up and it started to grow. So when I, when, when the channel, uh, when I, let me, how am I going to say, oh, at the end of 2018, that's what I'm trying to say. At the end of 2018, the channel had 174 subscribers. And, and you know, for, for YouTube, I mean, that's, that's not even a channel, right? That's, that's really tiny. You're basically doing things for your mom at that point. Um, 174 subscribers. But like I said, around January, things started to pick up. Now, I was doing this in English and in Spanish. Then at some point I said, you know what, too much to do English and Spanish. I'm just going to do English. And then I start to see this pick up. I mean, it starts to grow. But as I start digging into the YouTube analytics, YouTube gives you these uh, analytics where you can see everything that's taking place in your channel. What happened was that all the growth from the channel, and by growth, I mean new subscribers, more people watching, all the growth was coming from the Spanish videos I had done about three or four months prior. Now, mind you, I had stopped doing Spanish videos, but of course, they still live on your channel. They're, they're always there. And as I dug into my analytics, I realized that all the growth, all the new subscribers, all just about all the new subscribers were coming from my Spanish videos. And more than that, it, all the subscribers were really coming from just one or two videos. I mean, it wasn't as if all my videos were getting me a whole lot of new subscribers. It was really one or two, maybe three at the most videos that were getting me a whole bunch. I mean, it's, it just really started to grow. And it was all the Spanish videos. The English videos, they were doing squat. I mean, they weren't they were doing anything for me 
at all. I'd pick up a subscriber here and there, but it was all the Spanish videos that just, that will, that's what was giving my channel growth. And so I, I realized that there was, uh, that there still is, in fact, a need in the Spanish-speaking community for good, solid Bible study training. And so I said, you know what? If that's where the need is, then that's where I'm going to show up. And and so I, I just I doubled down on the Spanish stuff, and I said, okay, I'm I'm going to do I'm going to do Spanish. And so I made another switch. Yeah, all this back and forth, but I made a switch and I stopped doing English altogether. Just completely stopped doing English videos, and just focused on Spanish entirely. Just completely doing Spanish, and. Man, it it just it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible what happened as a result of me just going all Spanish. So the channel just started to grow. It, it was just crazy amount of growth that I started to see once I did nothing but Spanish. So I mentioned to you that when when um 2018 ended, then I was at 174 subscribers, okay? And so I set a goal for myself and I said, all right, so what I want to do is that by the end of 2019, uh, I'm going to do whatever is within my power to do to grow the channel to 1,000 subscribers. So by the end of 2019, I, get, I gave myself a year and I said, I want to grow this channel to 1,000 subscribers. Well... I, it was the switch to Spanish that did this, but it was May of 2019 by the time I hit a thousand subscribers. Now, remember, I wanted to hit that by the end of the year. And here it was five months into the year and the channel had grown to a thousand subscribers. By the end of June, halfway through the year, I was at 5,000 subscribers for that channel. And again, this was all nothing but Spanish teaching, Spanish training, Spanish Bible studies, all that stuff. And so by, by June, by the end of June of 2019, the channel was at 5,000 subscribers. Fast forward to the end of 2019, December 31st, 2019. My goal was to be at 1,000 subscribers by that date. Well, by that date, I was at 24,000 subscribers. And that just blew my mind. It absolutely blew my mind. And then right, right now in May of 2020, uh, the channel has grown another, another bit, uh, just, just in these five months in 2020, I've grown by another 18,000 subscribers. So right now the channel is at 43,000 subscribers, all, all Spanish, completely Spanish. And so what I do on that channel is that I, I direct the content, I create the content for church leaders. It's not for pastors. It's, it's not for professional preachers, so to speak. It's for church leaders. And I create content that helps them study the Bible correctly, uh, helps them learn how to share the Bible, uh, meaning preaching and teaching, and then also some principles on biblical leadership. So this is geared towards uh, the, the, the church leader, not the professional minister, but the church leader. And man, there is such a hunger. I'm telling you, there is such a hunger out there for for good, solid Bible teaching and Bible training. And and 
that's I think that's why the channel has grown so much. It's not that my content is just so incredibly great. I mean, I, I'd like to think I have good content, of course, but it's it's really that there's this need and a desire in the Spanish speaking community for good content. And that's why that's why the channel is growing so much, because there's a need out there. And from what I can tell, that need isn't being met. So all of that. The growth of the channel, just getting flooded with comments and emails and a lot of trolls. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, you, you go look at the comment section of some of my videos and, and people, when when they can hide behind the Internet you know, and they're not doing it in person, people are ruthless. Oh, man. People are ruthless. And so I just I just ignore the comments from this point, from that once the channel started growing and. You start getting more views that, that, that just brings all kinds of people. So I, I just ignore the comments and I, I don't bother deleting them. Eh, they're there. They're there. Whoever wants to read them, let them read them. But I just I just decided I'm not going to interact with the comments because there's some people who just go in there to troll, to make trouble. And, and you know, they're just they're just whatever. Right. But with that came came this responsibility of wanting to uh, minister and serve those people who were genuinely interested in growing as leaders, you know? And so the, what, I, what I say in the channel is that the channel is for church leaders and I'm interested in, in, in equipping the equippers, right? The leaders in the church, I want to equip you so that you can equip others. And so with all of that, you know, again, the channel started growing. So that requires more attention, more time. That's where my time started going. Of course, the church that's still, you know, my primary responsibility. So I'm doing the YouTube stuff on my days off in the evenings, whenever I can. And so it, it was, I mean, there was just no margin. I just, I didn't have space to do something else. And that's where the podcast suffered. That's where I, that's why I had to abandon the podcast. Now in hindsight, in hindsight, had I, um, I think had I structured my time a little bit more responsibly, I could have continued doing one episode per month on the podcast. I look back and I say, you know what? You could have done it one episode per month. If you had planned it out better, you, you could have done it. But I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it's 10 months later. I can't go back and change time. But that's that's where my time has been going. And unfortunately, the the, the podcast suffered for it. And, and I, I hate that. I hate that because I love doing the podcast. Now, with that, with the growth of the, the YouTube channel and, and just, you know, how it just started growing incredibly, what, because I saw this need, uh, I, I needed to do something more. I felt I needed to do a little bit more than what I could do on YouTube. And I'm talking about my YouTube channel, my Spanish YouTube channel. And so the, the biggest need that I saw coming from the community that was joining my YouTube channel was that people really wanted to learn how to preach. The people tuning into my channel, what I noticed is that the the videos, the episodes that I would do on different principles of how to preach or how to teach the Bible, man, people would comment and say, look, I, I need to learn how to preach. I want to learn how to preach. I feel God has called me to preach and I, I don't know how. And so, man, I, I saw that need and I'm like, okay, okay, so we need something. I don't think YouTube is the best place to deliver that type of content. So... In about July, right about when the podcast dropped off, in about July, I started creating, starting to think about a course 
an actual course that would teach people how to preach. Now, I do not consider myself an expert in preaching, but I've been doing it for quite some time that I do feel I have something to share with people who want to learn. And for me, at least in my own you know, preaching process, the process that I use to, to develop my sermons on a week-to-week basis, the, the, it's such a, a central part of that process for me is Bible study. Because I want my sermons to be based on the biblical text and be firmly rooted in the biblical text. So a huge part of what I do in Bible in, in sermon preparation is Bible study. Well, I said, you know, I, I can teach that and then I can teach what I, what I do to take the sermon to completion. And so it took me several months. Again, you know, my primary time is dedicated to the church and, and that's not a nine to five type of thing. You know, you're available when the, when the people need you. Uh, and, and then, you know, can, keeping up with the YouTube channel, wanted to keep that growth going. So it took me several, several months to create the course that I wanted to create. Initially, I had planned to launch the course to make it available in October of 2019. There was just so much to do, and this was completely new territory to me. I had no idea how to go about launching a course online. I mean, I I could do YouTube. I had learned and I was learning and getting better at doing YouTube, but I had no clue, like zero clue on how to offer a course online. And so part of what I ended up doing is that I, I bought a course. <laughs> this is kind of meta, right? It's kind of interesting. I bought a course on how to create a course. That was the best best decision I could have made as far as creating that course. I probably could have figured it out through watching YouTube videos, maybe reading some blogs. I think I would have pulled my hair out and it would I would, I would probably still be working on it. I bit the bullets, talked to my wife and said, hey, here's what I want to do and here's what I think I need to be able to pull that off. She was incredibly supportive about it. And uh, I bought I bought this course on how to create a course. Just phenomenal. It took me step by step by step on how to create a course. And that in itself, I mean, obviously that took some time. I had to learn how to do this. And since I had never done it before, it it took me some time. So I would say, practically speaking, it took me from about July or August when I started creating the course and putting everything together and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, just everything that goes involved in with that. I didn't launch the course until late January of 2020. And it it was an incredible feeling to be able to launch that course. I felt very proud with that course. And I was happy that I was able to offer these people who wanted something, who needed something, they've been looking for something to help them in their growth as leaders, and they wanted to learn how to preach, that I had something I could offer them. And, And it made me feel all the better because I I actually searched on YouTube for courses on how to preach so that I could recommend to the people who were asking me. And there, there are several courses on how to learn how to preach, but none are in Spanish, at least from what I can tell. And none that I would feel comfortable recommending to the people who subscribe to my YouTube channel. None. So I said, okay, I mean, that factored into my decision to take that step and create a course of my own. Now, uh, on my YouTube channel, that one that I'm talking about, the Spanish YouTube channel, I have listeners or subscribers 
from literally, and I don't say this to brag, I'm, 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 I'm saying this to demonstrate to you the need and the hunger, the desire that's out there for good quality uh, Bible teaching. Uh, there are subscribers to my channel from every Spanish-speaking country in North, Central, and South America. So Mexico, every Spanish-speaking country in Central America, and every Spanish-speaking country in South America, and even some people from Spain. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's not, it's, not really, it's not pastors who are subscribing to my channel. It's not pastors who are reaching out to me. It's leaders, people who are in some form or capacity, leaders in their church, and their pastor is giving them more responsibilities. And one of those responsibilities is to teach and to preach as well. The problem is, at least from what I can tell, is that these people, they're not getting the training that they need on how to prepare a sermon. Now, I don't fault the pastors for that. I mean, that's that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to train somebody to do that. And I think the extent of the training that these leaders are receiving is watching their pastor preach. Like, that's that's their training. And so as best they can, they try to reproduce what they see their pastor doing on a weekly basis. As best I can tell, that's the kind of training that they're receiving. And so when they discover that there's a YouTube channel that's sharing principles on how to study the Bible and how to preach, they're all over it. And you don't know how many messages I get in the comments, uh, some that I, that I actually read. I read the good ones. <laughs> and uh, tons of emails that I get, just people saying, I want to learn how to preach. I, want, I need to learn how to preach. Man, my pastor asked me to preach, and I don't know how. And so there's a need and there's a desire for that. So that's why I created the course. Now, I'm, I'm selling the course. It's not free. I'm, I'm selling the course. And I've, I've gotten a lot of emails and a lot of comments uh, criticizing my decision to sell the course, to make it available for sale. And people say, hey, you know, you need to freely give from, from what you have freely been given. Uh, you know, God has given you this. You should freely give it away. And my response to that is always the same. Listen, if you look at my YouTube channel, I have done literally 100, 100 something, almost 200 videos. And I, I, you know, like I don't hold back. I give you the best that I have on my YouTube channel. I'm giving away a lot of stuff for free. I mean, don't, don't tell me that I'm not doing anything for free. You have no idea. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who, who write me those comments. How much of my own money I've invested in equipment and uh, all the things, the tools that are needed to put together all this stuff. I, obviously, I have not used a single dime from the church I mean, this is all personal stuff and, and man, I'm putting out all these videos for free on YouTube. And, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm giving a lot, but here's, here's my philosophy. Here's, here's my conviction. You need to invest in your own personal growth. You, you just, you have to, you need to invest in your personal growth, in your spiritual growth, in your ministerial growth. It needs to cost you something that's. That's my personal philosophy. And so when these people would email me, I would try to explain to them, of course, I mean, th there's no reasoning with them. I mean, and there's no reasoning with me. I mean, I've got my position, they've got theirs, and that's fine. You know, we, we can agree to disagree. But, you know, I, I would tell them, look, you need to invest. If, if you want to grow, you're going to have to invest in your growth. 
And I don't know if this is just a, a Latino, a Hispanic mentality that we want everything for free. We want handouts. I said, no, don't, don't have that mentality. Invest in your own growth. And, and furthermore, I would tell individuals, look, if it bothers you that much, here's a very simple solution. Don't buy the course. There it is. You don't have to spend a dime. Don't buy the course. Keep watching my videos on YouTube. There's plenty of value there. You're going to learn a lot there. But if it bothers you that much, then simply don't buy the course. There you go. That's it. And so fortunately, there have been people who see the value of investing in their own spiritual growth, and they've decided, okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Now, I, I haven't priced the course knowing my audience. You know, it's a Christian audience. It's leaders, a lot of them in Latin America, where the economy isn't as strong as it is here in the United States. I've priced my course so it's not, you know, such a high price that it's so far out of reach that no one can buy it. But I did price it so that it hurts a little bit. I mean, that it has nothing to do with the money. I mean, I'll tell you just between you and me, I've, I've, I've given some scholarships to people like, for example, in Venezuela, where there's just no way that they'll ever be able to buy for the course, no matter where I price it. I mean, their economy at this moment is just so poor that it, it, I could price it for $10 and they probably wouldn't be able to buy it. I mean, it, it's not a knock on Venezuela. It's just where they are right now. And so I've, I've given some scholarships to people who I know they just absolutely can't do it, but they've also shown some some consistency, some faithfulness. I mean, they, they keep up with me on, on every video. They comment, they email me, and they're not asking for anything. Attitude has a, long, a lot to do with that. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm helping out as well. But um, there's been incredible interest. Now, when I launched the course originally in January, I think I had only like 12 students, 12 or 13 people who, who, who bought the course and, I, man, I was excited. I was excited because I, I'm going to tell you, I put a lot of time, sweat, and tears and pulling out my hair into creating that course. And at that time, I told my wife, okay, if we can get five students, five people to purchase the course, that's a success. That man, That's it. That's a success. We've done it. Well, we end up getting, I think it was 12 12 or 13, something like that. And I was like, okay, fantastic. Man, that, that's great. That's great. And so I launched the course again, or I made the course available again, because I make it available for a two-week window, and then I close it because I do a lot of things with the students. I do uh, live training sessions with the students where they can ask me questions, and I just do, I do a lot of follow-up. So I need to make the course available for a certain amount of time and then dedicate time to serving the students who bought the course. So I made it available again in April of 2020. In fact, just last week, I, I closed access to the course. And this time around, uh, there were 36, I think, maybe 36 students or so who bought the course. And and man, that excited me. We, we set a, My wife and I set a goal. We said, okay, 25 students. Let's shoot for 25 students this time. We, we exceeded that by about another 10 or so. And this particular group of students, well, they are so active in the comments. I use a particular platform to offer the course for them. Again, YouTube is not a good place for that. And uh, in that platform, you can write comments and ask questions related to each lesson. And wow, man, they're so active. They're commenting. They're asking questions. It's really, really good. In fact, um, just in, in a couple of days, again, I'm recording this on May the 4th is when this came out. Uh, 
just in a couple of days, I'm, I'm going to be doing a live training with, with the students, and I'm excited about that. They'll get to ask questions related to the course or just anything in general related to how to put a sermon together. I, I really enjoy that stuff. And so all of that is where my time has been going. That That's, man, I, I'm in my, my home office here and just uh, answering emails figuring out how to improve the course. What do I need to tweak to make it better? Do I need to add this? Do I need to take this away? So all of that is where my time has been going. And that's why, I mean, that's the long explanation as to why there hasn't been an episode of the Christian Bro Code podcast in close to a year, 10 months. But I'll tell you every single month that has gone by as the first Monday of every month rolls by, I just feel this little, Oh, this little pain in my side, because like I said, there's going to be a new episode the first Monday of every month. And so now I'm as I feel like I'm, I'm getting into a rhythm with the class, with the YouTube channel. I think that I'm ready to get back into doing what I need to do with the podcast and get back into a rhythm. Now, I'm I'm going to I'm going to be a bit wiser this time. I'm not going to make any solid promises as to when and how all of this is going to work, but I'm hoping to go back to a once a month schedule, uh, producing a, a, an episode once a month. And perhaps, perhaps, let me let me tell you what's in the works now for the podcast and for the Christian Bro Code uh, YouTube channel, podcast, and etc. What What I've been thinking about moving forward. And uh, I, I don't know when you're listening to this, but at the time I'm recording this, we're, we're beginning to come out of the whole COVID coronavirus situation that we had at the beginning of 2020, uh, you know, we're we're beginning to reopen. The country, little by little, is starting to reopen. But during those, I guess it was five or six weeks that we were all in in a social distancing mode, uh, we 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 learned a lot of things. We learned how to focus on what's essential. We learned what things are not necessarily important, both at a personal level but also at a church level. And so I'm, I want to take that lesson with me, even as we go back to life as normal, whatever normal is going to look like, and, and focus on the things that are truly essential and important. And for me, I think the podcast is one of those. I've always felt that way. It's just that this, this uh, other project I had, well, that was taking up my time. But as I'm, as I'm sitting here and as I'm thinking about where does the podcast need to go, what do I want to do with the podcast, these are my preliminary thoughts. The podcast, I want it to be a resource for you on how to study the Bible. Now, in the past and previous episodes, I've dealt with more um, like thematic. I'll bring a theme, a topic, and I'll talk about that topic. In the later episodes, I started talking more about Bible study kind of stuff. And, and that's where I, I'm going to lean in. I'm going to lean in on more Bible study types of stuff. Why? Because I feel that that's my strength. That's, that's how I've been formally trained. You know, I, I have a degree in biblical studies. I have a PhD in Old Testament Hebrew Bible, biblical studies. So I, I've been trained and I've learned how to do Bible study. And so that's where I want to lean in because I think that's where I can provide you the most value in, in just walking you through some Bible study. And, and that's, that's what I want the podcast to become more of a Bible study resource for you. 
And when I started the Christian Bro Code podcast, you know, I'm thinking about, well, what is the Christian Bro Code? What What is that code? And, and always in, in my mind, it's always, well, it's got to come from the Bible. Whatever, whatever the Christian Bro Code ends up being as far as a code in and of itself, it has to spring from the Bible. It can't be any other way. It has to spring from from the Bible. Similar to what I, I was telling you about the, the course on, on how to prepare sermons, that your sermons need to be firmly rooted in the biblical text. I feel that if there is a Christian bro code, if there is a code, then that code needs to spring from the Bible and it needs to be firmly rooted in the Bible. And, and that's why, as I've been thinking over the past couple of months of the direction to take the, the, the podcast and the YouTube channel for the bro code. It, I want it to be rooted in Bible study. So in upcoming episodes, you're, you're going to be hearing a lot more of me just saying, Hey, uh, let's take a look at Ephesians chapter two, verses one through seven. I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that passage out as an example, but more Bible study type of stuff. That's, that's the direction that, that the, the podcast is going to take again. Uh, because I, I feel that that's where my strength is. I feel that that's where I can give you the most benefit. Taking a, a passage of scripture and, and walking through it with you with the intention of helping you have a better understanding of it so that you then can live, love, and lead in a way that honors God. And the only way any one of us will be able to live, love, and lead in a way that honors God is is if we're firmly rooted in the biblical text. I mean, that's where it's going to happen. That's, that's the only way it's going to happen. So that's, that's where I see this going. But I also want to provide some additional resources for you. So for example, right now, it's not available at this moment. Again, this is May, 2020. It's not available right at this moment, but I'm going to be working on a website for the Christian Bro Code. And on that website, I'm going to provide a training and and I've uh, the the training itself I've already recorded it it's ready I just need I need an efficient and effective way to get it into your hands but the training itself is on how to kickstart your bible study library so if you're going to get serious about your bible study your personal bible study and if, and if I'm going to help you walk through that and and help you through this journey on on how to study the Bible and and how to root your life firmly in the biblical text, you're going to need some tools. And so I felt, what what can I do for my bros so that they can start digging more deeply into the scriptures? And so I said, you know what? I'm going to provide a training. I'm going to provide a training. And, and I'm going to make it available completely for free. Uh, uh, you know, to get it into your hands, I'm going to need your email address. Again, right now, I, I don't have it ready. Uh, in May of 2020, if you're listening to this uh, later, it may be ready by that by that point. But right now, as of May 2020, it's not available. It's It's been recorded. I just need a way to get it into your hands. And that's what I'm working on right now. But that in that training, I share with you what I feel are the very, the three tools, Bible study tools, you should get right now so that you can kickstart your Bible study library, your very own Bible study library. And it's these three tools, they're not going to be the last tools you get. They're, they're the tools that you'll need to begin to build your library and expand 
on your own Bible study library. So be on the lookout for that. That should be available to you not too far into the future uh, as I'm as I'm working on that. What else am I working on or do I anticipate working on? Well, I'm not sure exactly what form this is going to take, but uh, I'm, I'm going to make available some sort of paid content as well. Okay. And depending how you feel about that, I don't know what your reaction is going to be to that, but you already heard my explanation as to why I provide paid content. I feel that it's important that you take ownership of your spiritual growth and that you invest in your spiritual growth. You don't value what didn't cost you something. If you got something for free, chances are you're not going to value it. If, if, you, if it cost you something and you had to invest in something, you're going to value it. And I just, I just think that one of the things that needs to cost us something so that we can value it is our own spiritual growth. I mean, that, that's, I, I invested years and literally thousands of dollars in my own education, and, and I value my education because of how much it cost me, not just in terms of money, but the, the, the time, the time away from my family, the, all those things. It was a sacrifice, but I value what I got out of it. And I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to charge you so that I can I can get my money back on everything that I invested. No, it's not that. It's it's that I I learned one of the things I learned from that experience of pursuing higher education is that you value whatever whatever it whatever some if something costs you something you value it. You're going to value it, and I want you to value and I want you to own the responsibility of your own spiritual growth. And so any kind of paid content that I offer, it understand that it comes from that place. I'm not trying to become a millionaire. Thankfully, the, the, the church where I work, they, they take care of us. More than that, God has been overly, abundantly gracious to us. We have what we need. Could we be doing better? Of course, anyone could. But we thank God for his blessing and for, for his faithfulness more than anything. So it's not, it's, we're not coming from a place of, of money, but my philosophy is if you're, if you're going to, if you're going to value something, it's because it costs you something. So I'm coming from, from that place. So that's, that's where I see, be on the lookout for that. Again, at this point, I don't know exactly what form that paid content is going to take. Uh, a couple of ideas that I have is creating a course on how to do Bible study where I'll take you through the steps, like step by step, almost holding you by the hand uh, on how to do an effective Bible study for your own self. And, you know, if you need to lead, lead a Bible study at your church or your men's group, this would help you do that. That's one idea that I have. Uh, how that is different from what I'm doing on the podcast is that on the podcast, I'm, I'm giving you the result of the study. I, I hope that makes sense. Like I'm doing my own study. And then I'm presenting to you the results of the Bible study. But what I think would be important for you to learn as well is how to how to go about doing your own study. You see, so that you can be a self feeder. You wouldn't be dependent on a podcast or having to show up to church in order to be fed on your own. So that's one of the ideas that I that I have kicking around in my mind. Um, another idea I've been kicking around is doing maybe a monthly Zoom call uh, where we do a, a Bible study 
and, and they're in live format where you could ask questions live and we would we would wrestle together with that with that biblical text and how we can apply it to our lives and how we can live it out missionally as, as disciples of Jesus. That's another idea I have that 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 would be paid content. You'd be doing like a monthly subscription. Th- those are things that I'm, you know, ideas that I'm kicking around haven't landed on anything specific. It may be a combination of those two things. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm thinking about those things. But that's that's the direction that I see that the podcast is is headed. So be on the lookout for new episodes. It's going to be a lot more Bible study type of stuff which again, I love, I enjoy doing that. I feel that's where I can offer you the best value. And then, you know, we'll see, I, I have no immediate um, deadlines or, or proposed launch dates for any of the paid content. But if you keep tuning in, then uh, you'll be aware of that. I'm, I'm also considering on YouTube, um, preparing content for the Christian Bro Code YouTube channel. Uh, I, if I do that, if I do that, I think what I would do is do live streams. Uh, Live streams for me are a bit easier to pull off than recording videos because, you know, there's, there's not, there's no editing. Uh, I I don't have to edit the videos. If I'm doing a live stream, I mean, whatever, whatever's going out live, I mean, there it is. That's the teaching. So if I do something on the Christian Bro Code YouTube channel, more than likely, it will be live streams. And what I'm thinking is that maybe I can live stream recording episodes of the Christian Bro Code podcast and then do some behind the scenes stuff in those live streams. So, you know, I'm, I'm working on some ideas. I'm trying to maximize my time and be be as efficient and as effective as I can with my time and be able to provide for you, my Christian bros, the absolute best content uh, and quality that I that I can at this point. So that's that's an update. That's where I've been for the past ten months. That's where I see the the Christian Bro Code podcast going. That's the direction I see for it. And you know, I hope I hope you stick around. I'd love for you to continue being part of the Christian Bro Code uh, community and just keep tuning in, listening. I hope you get value from the Bible studies that are going to be coming up. And I'd love to hear from you, man. If you've got some suggestions, some ideas, or just some feedback in general that you'd like to share with me, you can email me at mario at marioescobedo.com. And, uh, you know, you and I can chat. We can talk about those things. But that that's that's what I've got for you. That's what you can expect coming up in the Christian Bro Code podcast. That's, that's what we've got. And so all of this is with the intention, as you heard in the intro, of helping you grow as a disciple of Jesus so that you can live, love, and lead in a way that honors God. And man, I've just, uh, you know, I'm learning more and more and becoming more and more convinced that having a life rooted in Scripture is the way to do that. So that's that's what I've got for you in this episode. I'm very appreciative, very happy that you decided to join me in this episode. Like I said, be on the lookout for further episodes. If you haven't subscribed yet, well, consider subscribing to the podcast. And also consider subscribing to the YouTube channel. And well, until next time, take care, bro.